LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we are talking about seven high costs of leadership that you think every leader needs to pay. So, what do you mean by that title, high costs of leadership? Well, you know, leadership can be expensive. It can cost you a lot. Uh, If we uh, desire to be leaders, it will likely cost us something, Uh, maybe even something that we value greatly. Hmm. Uh, There's, uh, I have served in numerous leadership roles and um and 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 it, it was an expensive uh venture um uh, and it may help when we start unpacking it a little bit but the reality is leadership is a is a stewardship of trust we've we've said that a couple of times uh lately and so cheap le- leadership is never good leadership mm-hmm. there are there's a cost to you personally if you're going to lead well. Hmm. So let me give you a few examples, seven high costs of leadership. One is a personal agenda. Um, good leaders give up their personal desires for the good of others, for the, for the good of the team of the organization. That doesn't mean they don't carry their vision into it. It doesn't mean they get, don't live that out. If you're a church planter, you're getting to live out your vision, certainly. But I learned early in church planting, for example, we were going to be more successful as a plant if I gave my vision away. And if I allowed people to shape the church, not just me. And so I had to, to be a successful church planter, a successful leader. I had to, to give up what I thought I wanted. You know, At the end of the day, I wasn't giving up the real vision, and that was to reach people who were far from God. But the, the personal agenda I carried in, I had to be willing to give it up. Hmm. Yeah, I hear that. And I just think it's, and I've, I've seen this many, many times where you come in, you have an idea and then the end result is still, you know, if we're going to go like 10 out of 10, your personal agenda, if it's still six out of 10, you, you know, you still feel a part of it, but there's beauty in that of giving it to others to allow them to yes. see it as their own vision as well. But as you said, you have to do that or else you're just going to be, you know, pushing it down somebody's throat rather than wanting to jump on board. That's exactly right. That's, that's good to know. Number two is uh, high cost of leadership is control. Um, what you control, you limit. And so good leaders give freedom and flexibility to others in how they accomplish the goals that are set for them. Um, <clears throat> and that's a high cost because I, I may see you doing something a certain way and that's not at all the way I would do it. Mm. And... You know, I could jump in, I can try to control that, I can try to to manipulate you to do it my way, but I'm jeopardizing the what we could accomplish by allowing you to be yourself and do it your way. So at what point, of course, it is a high cost of control, but when when should you kind of not, not take full control, but when should you be constructive in how somebody's doing something different than the way you would do it? When you <laughs> when your experience or your knowledge, or sometimes as the leader, you will have more information. Uh, it may be information regarding people. Uh, let me give you an example. Let's say, uh, you know, you're a youth pastor. I'm a senior pastor, and 
and I see that you're about to to do some program and you're involving some people that have um, uh, that it, ha- that I know are probably going to cause you problems mm. if you're involved. That I don't want to tell you who to put on your team. I don't want to tell you how to do something. But if I can avoid some of the heartache that you're going to go through, I probably need to call you in and say, "Look, this we just we just know whenever he's he's involved, she's involved. There's usually a problem. Now, I'm not telling you don't use them, but just know that that you know yeah. So when it's going to uh, when when your knowledge or your experience tells you, and I can save a lot of heartache here. Or I can help them uh, get there because they're just going to spin their wheels with that. But a lot of times, even that, you need to learn those on your own, mm. too, because those are valuable lessons. But if I can avoid uh, yep. hardship, you know, certainly I'm going to step in. So don't take control when it's against your personal preference. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> Number three, high cost is popularity. Um you know, leading well is no guarantee a, a leader is going to be popular. Uh, I, I wrote a whole chapter about this principle in my book, uh, The Mythical Leader. The um, leaders take people through change, and change is almost always initially resisted and unpopular uh, by someone. And, and you just got to know, if I'm going to lead this organization, if I'm going to lead this church, if I'm going to lead whatever this is, this this um, garden club, whatever it is, there's going to be t- there are going going to be times where I'm not going to be the most popular person in the room, mm. and that's a high cost. What about the next one? Number four is comfort. If you're leading well, you don't get to lead comfortably all the time. Um, you get to wrestle with messiness and awkwardness and push through conflict and difficulty. Uh, hopefully, it's for a. Um, a noble purpose. Hopefully, you're you're leading somewhere of worth and value, and somewhere you want to get to. But that's no guarantee it's going to be easy. Yeah. Um, I feel like that that popularity and comfort kind of both go hand yeah. in hand. Of you, you want to, you know, when you're sitting there and I'm watching you lead Ron, and I'm sitting and I'm watching you, I can say, man, I want to I want to be where Ron is. Yeah. It looks like he. Yeah. It looks like from the outside, right. if, if I'm at least enjoying what you're doing, I would say, man, he's so popular. It looks like a very comfortable mm. spot to be because you're the one making the calls. Yeah. But when you get to be on the backside of that and you get to actually see, man, the, the hard conversations that you're having right. that nobody else sees, that right. that the emails in your inbox yep. that are telling you, hey, we did not like the yep. way that you did that. <laughs> that is like you're saying, and I, I love it, the high cost of leadership that oftentimes is not seen. That's right. So, That's exactly right. And, and you don't see it until you, uh, one of the things I've said it on this podcast a number of times because one of my favorite sayings, you can't see what I see until you sit where I sit. Mm-hmm. And and so, uh, yeah, until you sit in that seat where, uh, where all the arrows are coming your way and, and you feel the weight of that. I, uh, I've often, <clears throat> you know, uh, dealt with this in a in a church setting, and typically have been in large churches, and so you're carrying, and you know that student pastor, that children's pastor, they're carrying weight themselves, but what they don't understand is you're carrying their weight and yours too, hmm. and uh, and so you f- you get the emails about the children's ministry too, as yeah. well as you did about your about your sermon and about <laughs> the you know the parking lot and the and the you know the bathrooms weren't clean, and you get all, all those. 
And so you're carrying all this weight around and, uh, uh, you can't expect that to be comfortable all the time. Hmm. That's like you said, it's a, it's a high cost for yeah, sure. Exactly right. Number five is fear. Uh, fear is a high cost. Um, good leadership leads into the unknown and that's often scary. Um, even the best leaders are anxious at times about what's next. It's, it's, um, it's rare that I have made a decision where I've been a hundred percent on it. You know, it, it, I'm, I'm stepping out into an unknown and I simply don't know. I, I say, um, uh, another thing I like to say is peace comes through obedience, not before. And so when, uh, uh, you know, it, it's scary to take pull that trigger. We're gonna we're gonna go in this new direction. We're gonna implement this change. Is it gonna work? I don't know. You know, we did um, one time. We launched a Saturday night service, and we were and I, and I have learned by experience launch things as a as a test or a trial and label them that and experiment <laughs> so that you can back away from them. And we did. And we were in, uh, uh, we were less than half a mile to the University of Kentucky. And UK basketball is pretty big deal up there, you know. <laughs> and we launched a Saturday night service leading up to Easter. And the first night, we didn't think UK was going to be in the playoffs that year, and they were. And talk about stepping out on the stage when uh, on the platform to preach at five o'clock when UK starts at five fifteen. Ooh. That's scary. Yep. You it's, better have a ten minute sermon yeah, right there. <laughs> is anybody going to be here? You know? Yeah. And uh and we did it and and then the next week we did it again and they were playing again mm. at the exact same time, five o'clock. And uh and and then the third week uh UK had, had lost. They were not in the playoffs any anymore and we had a crowded room and it was a it was wonderful um and uh it was an experiment that that was scary uh and yet it, in the end and what ended up happening uh we were doing it leading up to easter we never again did a an easter weekend without a saturday night service because it worked before we get back to the podcast let's talk about time and how 24 hours never seem to be enough to get everything done. As a church leader for a growing church, you eventually realize that you can't do everything on your own, not well anyway. Your job is to be the visionary, but instead you spend countless hours on tasks that could easily be done and arguably done better by someone else. And that's where the powerful multiplying effects of delegation prove mission critical. Our friends at Belay the organization revolutionizing productivity with their virtual assistant, bookkeeping and social media strategist services for growing churches, know the demands on church leaders all too well. In fact, their first client was a pastor and they've continued to serve them every day for the last 10 years. Belay is offering a free download to all our podcast listeners of their delegation worksheet and guide to help you determine what only you can do and what should be delegated so you can get back to what really matters, fulfilling your purpose. Just text LIFEWAY to 55123. That's L-I-F-E-W-A-Y to 55123 for your free download. You're now one step closer to reclaiming precious time every week to do 
what only you can do. Now, back to the podcast. So it's something you were building up to for that one specific weekend. That's right. Okay. But it was it was it was risky. Oh yeah. And it was scary. And, and you're talking about here it's it's the high cost that you're paying. And as I hear that and even the fear, I think, man, there's some of us that don't want to pay that. Mm. Like the fear is gonna paralyze us right. to where that thought of if I were to walk out and there's no one really even in the room, yeah, would scare us from even doing that. That's right. So I mean, how, what would you advise someone, somebody sitting across from you saying, hey, I feel like we should do this, mm. but I'm really scared and there's fear within me of that this, we could fall flat on our face. Well, I'll tell you in our situation what we did and uh, and what I would do is I don't, leadership is, is scary at times and it's risky and it's uncomfortable and all the things we've talked about and, and we're actually going to. Uh, talk about this one uh, next in a minute, but I don't make those kind of decisions in a bubble. Mm-hmm. So we didn't do a Saturday night service. It was my idea, and it's my idea to do the experiment for three weeks. But our entire leadership team was on board with that decision. So when I stepped on that platform and I looked at the low number, we were we were counting. I think we were hoping for six hundred. We had one hundred and fifty, you know, mm-hmm. or something. And, uh, and but I could look at that 150 with confidence because I had a team behind me that said, OK, we were going with this. Yeah. And then the third week when we launched before Easter, we had eleven hundred people that night. Wow. You know, so so it turned out OK. But there was a, a comfort in knowing I had some others around me. So I would say don't make decisions like that in a vacuum. Uh, test the waters with some other people that you trust. Now, there may be times where, and, and it goes into the next one, because the, the next high cost <clears throat> is loneliness. Um, there will be times where you simply have to stand alone. Mm-hmm. You know God, especially if you know God's called you to it. it, it um, imagine the Bible stories we have of, of people Men and women who stepped out into an unknown because God called them to it. Noah, did that make any sense? Yeah. Hey, build this big boat. You yeah. Know? Everybody thought he was crazy. <laughs> Everybody thought he was crazy, but he and, and that was a lonely place to be. So that it should be rare. You should surround yourself with those people. Let people speak into your life. Um, uh, tr- test the waters. Do the experiments. All those sort of things. But there will come a time as a leader where you will have to make the decision. And it will feel very lonely at the time, and uh, and, and that will be a significant cost. Mm. That's that's definitely sobering, and mm. I think uh, there's times where before you jump into leadership, you definitely need to realize that that is a cost that yep. is coming along with it. That's so. exactly right. Number seven, the last one, is uh, a high cost of leadership is the outcomes. Um, you know, uh, people follow worthy visions. Uh, we should create measurable goals and objectives. We should discipline for the tasks ahead. At the end of the day, though, we don't get to determine the outcomes. Um, you know, you can do everything right. Uh, I'm thinking about parents right now, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to a soon-to-be parent, yep. okay? You can do everything right. I, I know uh, parents who did everything they knew to do. And their kids didn't turn out exactly the way they thought they would, you know. Um, it, it um, and that doesn't mean you don't do everything right or attempt to. Yeah. But uh, and especially as leaders, we 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 make our best attempts. 
but there we don't get to determine the outcomes uh, all the time it just it happened the way it happened now that's not an excuse and we should learn from those <clears throat> we certainly should try to do better the next time certainly should try to improve but uh, you know again when we uh, planned that Saturday night service. We didn't get to determine when UK was going to play <laughs> or who was going to show off. Yeah. And, you know, that cost, it's also, as I think you said before, as you were talking about that student pastor, where should you tell them about this situation? Mm-hmm. And there's there's times where you where you learn through, the, through, through those outcomes. Yeah. And it, and it helps you in the, long ter- in the long term because you grew through that outcome. But man, at the same time, it is true. I mean, it's, a leader, you can put everything that you can into something and it just doesn't go the way you planned. That's right. And it's 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 a cost and it's also a, kind of a shot at your pride at yeah, times, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's something that does come along with it. Well, and it builds you, you know, all of those experiences build you as a leader and you, you get, uh, I, was, I was meeting with a leader today, as a matter of fact, and he said, I realized I didn't have as thick a skin as I thought I did, and I've had mm-hmm. to develop it real fast. Mm-hmm. You know, so those experiences do shape you, for sure. Well, those are high costs of leadership. Hey, if you're enjoying these podcasts, we'd love for you to just like it, share it, review it. Um, uh, let us know what you want us to talk about next time. And hey, I'm doing a lot more consulting and coaching these days, so if there's any way I can help you, I'd love to. I can come to you. We can do something over Zoom. Reach out to me. We can talk about what we have to uh, to offer. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com. Thank you.